Welcome to the Ether. Today is Wednesday, March 16th, 2022. This episode of the Ether is brought to you by Orbital Command, a community validator on Terra dedicated to educating, expanding, and promoting the lunatic community. Take advantage of their Terra Luna Intel report on Telegram, which brings you the hottest news and updates on all things Terra each and every day. Find it using the link in the show notes. You can also support their community efforts by considering them next time you're delegating or redelegating your Luna. Find out more at orbitalcommand.io. This episode of the Ether is also brought to you by Luart. Luart is the first gamified NFT platform built on the Terra network. Luart provides a seamless minting and trading experience, all while earning you rewards just for being a user. Be sure to follow them on Twitter and join the community in the Discord server for the most up-to-date news and announcements regarding all the hot new NFT launches, platform upgrades, and new projects hitting the secondary marketplace. Are you ready to put your helmet on and join the movement? Find out more at luart.io. TerraSpaces appreciates the support from all our sponsors. Today on the Ether, the TerraSpaces AMA, hosted by Orbital Command. Let's take a listen. TerraSpaces, that's us. Is this me? This thing on. What's up? Ready? What's up? What up, what up? I believe we're on here. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. How good is that? Edwin, to the rescue. (laughs) I swooped in. You did swoop in. So a bit of context there for you, Finn. I've just um I was just gonna host this from the Orbital Command account and then I jumped into the Orbital Command chat about one minute ago, just randomly, and Edwin had just said, Hey, guess what? I'm happy to host the space, as in I'll, you know, run it on our phone and you can log into your account. I was like, Oh, great, thank you. <laughs> Legend. So thank you, Edwin, and thank you, Finn, for jumping on today, mate. How are you doing? Not too bad. Uh, plot twist. I think Edwin is also the TerraSpaces intern. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Where are we not interns in Terra? I feel like we're everywhere. <laughs> For real. Are you actually an intern? I'm Oh, you've got, an, you've, got an Ed, you've got an Edwin. You've got another Edwin. I mean, we're all interns here, I feel like. No, nah, I was just, I, uh, I was right. just joking. Oh, it's a psyop. Okay, gotcha. Um, amazing. Well, look, I uh, became aware about half an hour ago that uh, Lunomics also has a, a call going on at the same time right now. So we'll see how this unfolds and how many people end up on here. I'm sure uh, Shigio is going to get lots on his call. That's what typically happens. Yeah. Nonetheless, we were all these space. We, oh, you got we were encouraging that because I'm on an Android phone. So the the less people that hear this live and can wait till I edit it, and like I'm gonna pretty much re say everything I say through all of my equipment and then cut that in. So none of this will even happen. Oh really? No, I would not. I would not. I do not have that sort of time. God, I wish I did. <laughs> I was gonna say, damn, killing me here, Finn. I'm very gullible. You're killing me here. Um, 
I was going to say, yeah, well, you guys don't have any time. Like, this is one of the reasons I invited you to come and have a chat with us today is because, you know, obviously you guys have been just smashing it lately. Uh, I was having a scroll down your site and just looking at all the episodes that have been recorded. I'm like, hey, how are you keeping up with all this? How many pages so, do we have now? It's, it's, I lost track of, like, actually trying to count and, and keep any sort of track of, like, <laughs> total metrics or anything because there's just so much. Like, I, there was a couple days last week where there must have been 10 spaces for, like, two days in a row, and then we just got, like, super behind. It, it just, yeah, it's awesome. I love it. But, yeah, it's, it's a lot. <laughs> Well, we're gonna we're definitely gonna dive into that a bit more today, and obviously for everyone that's listening, this is gonna be recorded by Terra Spaces, uh, who we are talking with right now. And we've got are there any of the other interns jumping on the call today, Finn, or are they gonna be listening, or is this just? Uh, uh, you just got me. They're over in the Luna Omics session. They 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 say they hear me all the time, so they're gonna go listen to to Shago over there talk about in our bags, yeah. pumping the bags, mate, filling those bags. Talk to us. Let's get started. Let's because ultimately, you know, I see you guys on Twitter all the time. I, I often think to myself that you're probably like the funniest bunch of people in my feed. Um, with the, we probably like, you know, some of the meme accounts aside, but just as far as general humor and banter goes, I always have a little chuckle at, at what you guys have going back and forth. There's some sort of like playful rivalry or something going on between you and who, who are the other interns? What are the actual, um, accounts uh we got uh the intern capital like the main account and then there's i don't even know these interns they multiply faster than some of these terra nft projects like they're first there's like two and then there's like eight of them and pretty soon they're asking for like whitelist spots and stuff they're they're really hard to keep track of i would say in-house we probably have counting intern capital uh like 25 or 30 interns and those are people that are like involved in all sorts of other projects as well and that, that's kind of like what one of the premises for the early shows we were doing called whispers by the water cooler which was just intern alpha show which i i put on the site the other day that like we're pretty much not producing shows like our own shows at this point because there's just so much content like i i enjoy producing shows but I don't want to add to all this noise and then take away time from like editing a space about like smart strategies and stuff, you know, like it, it should be somewhat prioritized. So I'm trying to like just focus on the spaces and stuff, but yeah, the interns, their specialty shit posting, obviously uh, wrangling up projects that are out there roaming around on crypto Twitter and stuff, and then kind of funneling them over towards us towards Orbital Command, towards Super Terra, depending on what they are doing, what they want to talk about, uh, and then we can kind of connect them with people. Gotcha. That whispers by the water cooler, by the way, I wasn't even aware of until right before this call, and I just had a quick listen to about five minutes of a recent episode, or one of the more recent <laughs> episodes, uh, where it was opened up talking about Cato, Cardo, depending on how you say it. And um, I was like, this is a great idea, because you and your team, I feel, would probably have access to more alpha than anyone else, seeing as you're recording the majority of the spaces. And so it makes sense that you'd be able to have this, you know, metaphorical water cooler that you hang by and that you're able to talk about what's going on, what's the latest uh, tricks and tidbits uh, and things happening behind the scenes of projects 
and I just I wanted to check in. Like, do you actually like how much of the content that you're recording do you get to listen to, or is it kind of a blur because you're recording so many things at once? Like at the beginning, I was a lot more meticulous because I come from like just a regular podcast background. I've been doing that since like 2008. So like everything I edit, I try to edit in that frame of mind that like this is going to be like this talk show and and like all the silences have to be removed and like real OCD about that stuff. Uh, lately, I've been trying to ease up because I just I don't have the time. Like it, it takes so long to edit some of those spaces to get them like to where I'm okay with it. And then I'm like, all right. So I started easing back and then I haven't had any complaints yet. So I'm just kind of like backing off how much I actually am like trying to make them sound good and just focused on like trying to get them out there. Uh, but yeah, I lately it's more edit by sight than sound. Like I know what all the like pops and clicks and all that table bumps and all that shit. Like they have a very specific view of, of on a waveform so i, I kind of go through it real quick cut all that shit out cut out all the silences obviously spaces uh because everybody's on phones and in their cars and running on the beaches and whatever like the connections aren't that great so you have these big delays and like awkward silences for me like i'm all about it but when people are trying to like learn some information you know you want that stuff to be as least distracting as possible i feel like so i i try to to go in and just cut as much of that stuff out obviously we're not making any like editorial cuts or anything like that content wise it's strictly just uh audio quality right do you okay so are you specifically the one that's responsible for doing those those uh like pop cuts and all that that you were just mentioning or like what are the roles of the other guys that are working in how does it work i imagine you're all probably not located in the same place so like geographically how do you how do you uh organize that how do you find a way for like okay we've got intern one over here editing podcast you know one two and three like what's this what's the kind of format okay i'm gonna be real with you guys the interns really just shit post on the account all of the editing all of that stuff is all me um, if they say otherwise, they're fucking lying to you. Don't listen to them. Send them back home to intern. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, I always try and tell people like we we literally live and die by this calendar. And if your space is not on the calendar, it's going to not get recorded because there's just so much stuff to keep up with. I used to be able to just kind of remember it because it was only a couple here and there, like when we first started back in like November or whatever. But now it's at a point where there's multiple ones every single day. Like there hasn't been a day without a space pretty much since we started. There might have been one or two back in like early February or January, maybe. But I feel like Christmas, there was spaces like Thanksgiving. There was space. There's just there's spaces all the time. And like the more that we started doing this, the more we were getting involved in like the greater cosmos, because like we're not necessarily like luna maxis we're more like ust maxis right like i love my luna bag i'm trying to get to that thousand luna wag me bag that everybody is is trying to build towards if they they haven't already but the more that we can get this ust adopted across these different cosmos protocols and stuff the better that luna bag is gonna grow so we're recording like cosmos spaces secret spaces on secret network like all of these different things and yeah like it has to be on that calendar otherwise forget it 
Yeah, well, let's actually go over that for a second too. Um, the calendar. So I obviously, you know, I've scheduled quite a few spaces with you guys now at this point. And one of the one of the things that I find difficult with the just the way Twitter works is that they only allow us to schedule one space at a time. So, for example, if I've organised, you know, for example, I've got a call tomorrow, uh, Saturday, I've got another one on Tuesday and one on Wednesday already lined up behind the scenes and I can't actually send, you know, obviously you need the Twitter link to schedule that in your calendar, but I can only create one space link at a time and I have to wait for that space to expire or be done before I can send another link. So sometimes I can only have like a small window to send a link to. Is there a way around this? Is there something like, is there some sort of workaround or is there some sort of mm, like, yeah, I'm just not sure how to navigate that to make that easy for you guys. I'd like to, I'd like to get Legolas on the memes. I'd like to get a bunch of interns on the troll accounts. And I'd really like to just hit Twitter hard with this and be like, yo, we want to use our good mics be our radio platform like stop fighting it we've clearly adopted your platform to do talk radio stuff so just like like let it happen maybe like let let it go just let it happen this is our space now um but other than that like the the main reason we say we need that link is because that link puts it in your specific time zone which Correct. I don't know about you, but like I, I struggle with uh, time zones, especially lately. The thing's been with the hour time change here in the U.S. Yes. Like we just went up an hour. So like all of these spaces that are done in like Discord, uh, we'll record like AMAs for groups and stuff if they they need their their Discord thing recorded. And like I've been cons- like an hour uh, early to everyone this week just because of that time change because the links are obviously not taking that into to consideration like the the twitter links will um but as far as getting around it like i mean you know me you can just dm me and be like hey here's our list of of dates and times and i'll put them in the calendar the other really important thing that link does for the calendar is when i go back to edit them i can just open up my calendar and all of the links to all of the spaces are there in the description for each entry. Right. So it makes it super easy to go back through and like see who was in the space. I, I've been lately trying to be better about like adding names of the hosts and links to their Twitters. All that shit like takes time when I'm <laughs> trying to get it posted and stuff. But I feel like it's important information to have. So uh, the more of that we can get in the calendar, the easier it is to do that in this like crazy frantic workflow that, that we have going on here. Yeah, well, is it possible as well? Because obviously, the, the question I had before was more just—I think it's a there's a question around something that's out beyond your control, which is just the limitation within Twitter to be able to send you, you know, multiple upcoming Twitter Space uh, schedule links. And so, is it possible as well? Like, yeah, I know that you've got when you have your calendar, the links are within the spaces set on your calendar. Do you have the ability? Uh, to also add them like retroactively. So let's say that this this conversation we have right now, I haven't managed to be able to get a link to you. Would I be able to still send one after? And anyone else that's recording with you, is it something that they can like shared link directly after as well? Oh yeah. Like people will, if they see a space that they really liked and they notice that it's being recorded, like this one right here, Twitter is recording it. Like that puts it on Twitter for 30 days. 
which gives us a nice window of time to be able to go grab the space, get it recorded on onto our equipment and get it get it edited and everything. And when people find those, what they'll do is just send the link to it and then I'll throw it in the calendar for whatever time it aired at originally. So I can like kind of get them posted in order. And then, yeah, it's, it's all just right there. Like super easy to, to just like find the space you want. And then like the link to the space is right there. Okay. That's good to know. So for anyone who's listening uh, in future to this episode, who might be looking to record a space, know that you can, you have that as an option, but ideally I uh, get that link sent through to Finn so that they can organize this. Uh, and like it's, it's nothing special. Like it's literally Google calendar, but because I'm an Android guy, like I, I have it embedded in my phone. And then I also just grabbed the embed code and embedded it in the website. So everyone else could use it. So like, it, it's nothing like super special, but it has everything that we would need to like keep all of this stuff really well organized. Yeah. And look, this is, this is kind of the, the point I'm getting at is that I, I can see from an observer you know, perspective looking from the outside in, I can see how much work you guys have been doing. And, you know, I, I want to basically make it as easy as possible for you because it's like the demand is only going to grow. There's more protocols coming to the space. There's more people that are catching on that they can have their spaces recorded. And I see that the demand's going to grow. I was like, well, if you're the one doing all of the editing already and you're the one who's doing all of the, um, you know, additional commentary, that's another thing that you you do do. It's like an extra mile of the the introduction to the show, the outro to the show. Yeah, I pay attention to that stuff, and I know it's very uh, time consuming things. And so, being able to assist in some way to help you guys scale better to manage the workload, um, I think it's just probably one of the the more courteous things that can be done. Yeah, and honestly, like you guys have been killer as far as assisting us in what we're doing like the only reason we have this many recorders here is because of you guys like you you came on and sponsored us and then like helped us get another recording set up and like yeah oc has been like awesome definitely home base next to intern cap uh, in my heart awesome well actually let's talk about that so we you know we're one of the TerraSpace sponsors this is a you know this is a full time gig for you now yeah I'm, I'm imagining you probably are doing this well you are seven days a week pretty much oh yeah yeah it's it's like three times the hours I was working at the weed lab but like way more fun for sure okay gotcha and do you have other sponsors are you you know would you like to attract more sponsors of course you know you want to build your lunar bags what can we what can we assist you with there I mean I think right now like we've got five sponsors. And we've been approached by a couple cats that were like, hey, like, just get rid of the ads if you don't want to do the ads. And like, we'll like, you'll be fine. Don't don't worry about it. like you're providing a really cool service. Everybody appreciates it. Like, you don't have to feel like a like an ad reading show. And and that's something for me personally, just like I've never liked reading ads. Like I've been podcasting for 12 years and I never monetize that shit just because I hate ads. Like I, I use ad blockers. I don't watch TV. Like I'm just very, I don't know why I just, I very like ads rub me the wrong way for some reason. And here I am like reading them on a show like <laughs> all the time. But uh, yeah, I had a chat with a couple people and I was like, yeah, ideally like I just get to like take care of all this audio and I don't have to like go panhandle to like get my bills paid and all that. And like everything is taken care of. And so uh, at the end of April, we're going to switch back to ad free 
And then what we're going to do is because there's the, the more this ecosystem grows, like we're already seeing so many scams uh, it, it both in the NFT space and in the protocol space as well. And I mean, like, I don't want to, to, to like make it sound simpler than it is, but like all they're really doing is redirecting you to like a bad site. And all it takes is a minute to like double check that, okay, yo, that's not the right website. I'm not connecting my wallet to this. Uh, obviously things can be put in place on the hardware, the, the front end side and the wallets to like whitelist uh, only the proper websites and all that. But besides the point, uh, what we want to do is start doing more PSA focused things. And so each episode will have, and this is just the idea, obviously uh -huh. community wants, like I'm open to as long as my bills get paid, like I don't really care. Um, but this was the idea. And we do these like PSAs that are like reminding people because the more you get it in people's minds, the more they're going to be aware of it when it happens. And they're, they're going to go to connect and they're going to be like, oh, shit, I just remember them saying something about this. I'm going to double check. You just saved yourself like a quarter mil or a half a mil or, or whatever you're dealing with, you know, just by by taking that moment and double checking. So uh, I'd like to get away from just reading like straight ads. And I'm sure everybody's got to be sick of hitting skip buttons by now uh, on them uh, and getting more towards like this public service announcement is brought to you by this project protocol, a quick sentence about them. Their links are in the show notes and everything. And then a PSA that is reminding people like, hey, if you're doing over the counter trades with your NFTs, like make sure you are dealing with who you think you are dealing with because people are getting scammed. Or if you're connecting to Anchor Protocol, make sure like double check, just little reminders like that, that will get people more in the mindset of like double checking this kind of stuff. Because yeah, we're growing at a crazy rate here. Just just based on like space audio like and you can see it and on twitter you can see it everywhere the the ecosystem is growing and the more it grows the more of that negative scammer kind of mindset's going to come in so i think 100 we start now and yeah we'll be good yeah the, the scamming is inevitable it's just part and parcel with this territory but I do love the idea of the PSAs. And so, like, you know, for example, we obviously had the recent scams happening with Anchor Protocol uh, via ads that were running on Google and people would click on the ads and they were taken to a site that was basically a clone site and then gathered their details and take their money. But, um, that, yeah, I think there's a, lot of, there's a lot of people that fall for that, particularly in the early days. And I've certainly fallen from, you know, my shit, I've been in crypto for since 2016 and i've definitely had my share of uh things i could have done better and um and i think yeah just that little added service would actually be a great benefit the, the irony thing from what you were saying before about not wanting to read ads by the way is that or that you don't really enjoy it is that you've got such a good voice for it you know I've, I've, <laughs> i find i listen to them personally just because i actually enjoy i just find your the way you deliver messages quite entertaining so that comes with being a podcaster for 12 years and obviously there's a natural sort of tone to your voice which is engaging as well. Um, but I personally don't skip over them. I, I listen through. Well, I appreciate that. I'm gonna, I'll make a podcast just of that, just for you to listen to as you fall asleep every night. <laughs> we, just, we, we need to get a really cool name for it and we, maybe we can get the other interns to uh, think of the name. I'm sure they'll come up with something creative. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. But I, I feel like that would help a lot, especially like with that anchor thing in it, within a matter of like a few hours, there was already 
somebody had posted like a quick, easy fix for it as far as just going into your plugin. And obviously it only works for like if you're using a web browser and the browser plugin, but that's how that cat got bit. So you just go in there and you can like tell it only run this plugin on whatever websites I tell it and then just give it the list. Like maybe somebody could make a quick list real quick or, or whatever, make it yourself. Cause trust no one, <laughs> you know, like you gotta, it sucks to say, but you gotta kind of carry a little bit of that trust no one mindset in this space. And like, obviously there's a, a huge group of people that are, I would consider trustworthy, even though I've never met them in real life, just from like what I've seen interactions in the communities and stuff. But like, you still you you don't really necessarily know who's on the other end of that that phone or that you know that tablet or whatever so i i definitely would would say keep that that mindset a little bit if you can well exactly it's what you you, you potentially dealing with your life savings and you know for example i had a, a woman that i was assisting to set up you know she's a, she's fairly new to the space i was helping her uh, set up some wallets and things the other day and we we're doing it over zoom and a couple of days later, she calls me up and she's like, oh, I've just had a panic attack. I've just realized something because um, she was screen recording to to watch the video back and, and see how she did it all. And she's like, I realized that during the thing, my um, my seed phrase was, was on the on the screen. And she's like, what do I do? I said, well, you can delete that. Like, you can delete that. Well, you can create a new one. And she's like, look, I trust that you're not going to do anything. I'm like, don't trust me. I'm like, that's, I'm like I, know, I know that I'm not going to do anything, but I'm like, get into good practices. I'm like, it doesn't, it takes you, you know, five minutes of your time to go and get rid of that wallet, send your funds, you know, elsewhere and get a new wallet. And I said, yeah. And like, how do you, how do you know that if, if like, I feel like it's up to those of us that have either had a little bit of a IT sec background or have been in crypto long enough to see all of the scams. Like, it, I don't want to say it's our responsibility, but like, it kind of is our responsibility to, to pass that knowledge on and make sure our community is, is safe and, and, you know, somewhat protected from, from this shit. Yeah, 100%. And this is... <sighs> Uh, you know, I said it before, it, it comes with a space. This, this is still the Wild West. I know that we're, you know, what, 2009 was when it all began. Um, we're 13 years into this journey now. And so it's more, it's, I guess, more refined than it was. Like if you were operating back in the, you know, 2010, 2011 sort of period, you're, you're a proper cypherpunk. You're, you're an OG and that stuff was ghetto. But it's still the Wild West. You know, it's, you, you, You've got to learn to look after yourself and handle your business, and it's which is what I love about the space. It's because it's putting the power back in the hands of the people. It's, ta yeah. it's taking the reliance out of the big brother, the big daddy, you know, um, and it's putting it into the power of the individuals. Like, you, if you want to do this and you want to be in this space, you need to be able to sort your business out. Yeah, if you're if you're gonna try and bank them and bank, like you're gonna have to help them kind of keep those funds secure as well. And I feel like we're at a point, especially in the Terra ecosystem, where these protocols are shiny enough to be easy enough for like pretty much anybody to use. But I feel like the ramifications of of fucking something up are not fully understood to the beginners or, or normal everyday people that don't maybe deal with this like all day, every day. So yeah, it, it's definitely, I feel like up to us, we want people to adopt this stuff. We want people to like use UST and replace all of this inflationary paper bullshit. Like that's, we have to help, you know? Mm -hmm. Sure. If I could add two points here. Oh yeah. Go for so, it. One is that 
I think also when you're involved with crypto, you have to take responsibility for everything that you do. And I think that's one thing that people are starting to understand, right? It's, it is no longer, uh, you know, about making excuses or blaming others, because even if you do take that route, your funds and your assets are still gone. Like nobody can help you. There's no customer service. You know, you can ask the person that introduced you to help you, but you, you, it's lost. You, you, you made a decision on something and now it's costing you. So I think that's one point, just being more responsible. And so everybody that's coming into this world, I think uh, just needs to have that mindset. I understand that we're, we've been here for a while and we've seen examples of, the tragedies but at the end of the day um you know we we can handhold everybody um because there's not enough bandwidth right like then you're doing so much already with your um you know your your recording and editing that it's hard to also help people one by one you know um and that's the first point and then the second point is that uh, as we grow as we continue to grow there are projects that are focusing on helping the general population that are lazy let's say and don't want to take those security measures for example outlet finance right that they have their app and uh in the back and they they're using protocols such as anchor and now they have their debit card and and all that stuff so i think that it, we're going we're heading towards that route where newbies are going to be able to just be a little bit more loose and and uh, not so uh secure but but at the end of the day that that was just my main point that people coming into this world have to be more responsible and have to pay attention and have to be more careful. That's just part of this game. 100%. Yeah. You could spend like 25 hours a day in the two main telegrams for Anchor and for Terra and answer questions all day and you would never answer them all. Like I, I, when I'm just chilling, like on the couch, just like watching TV before I fall asleep or whatever, I'll like go in there and just try to answer a few questions here and there just to like help out different time zones and shit. And like the amount of just repetition and the, the, the same questions and then scammers coming in, like you could almost write. And I've seen <laughs> bots kind of like try to take the place of that. But obviously there's, there's no replacement for like, another person coming in there and being like, here, let me help you. And no, I'm not going to ask for your seed phrase. Like, I just want to help you so that you can go help somebody else. And that'll make all of our jobs a little easier. There's a question for you, Finn. What about yourself? Have you fallen prey to any scams in the past or are there any, um, what have been some of your biggest cock-ups in, in crypto? Ooh, not selling hoge when I was up a whole bunch and riding it back down to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> True. Well, I, because i i kind of come from like an it background i've been really and now that i say this i'm gonna get like all my shit hacked but i i <laughs> i've been super fortunate to not have suffered anything like that i think the worst that's ever happened to me is and this happens to everybody is like your credit card will get caught up in something and then the company like sends you a new one and they're like were they they take care of it basically I, I i that's happened to everybody just with the amount of like gas station scanners and stuff there are like just capturing your credit card info floating around um but as far as that like in crypto it's really just been either holding bags for longer than i should have because i believed in the community more than i should have or uh, 
I guess that's really been it. And then just obviously not buying enough early enough, obviously. Like my my first big one was was ADA. That was like my very first crypto kind of experience back in like 2017. Yep. And then I, I just every I kicked myself for not selling it when it was really pumping. Like I did okay on it, but I didn't like do where I feel like I could have. And I know you can't really think like that because you'll never do as good as you you could have but that that is one that i kind of think about that i'm like damn should have could have yes the the bag holding and the not buying enough in the beginning and then not selling at the right time as well guilty as charged on all three accounts um i think for the most it's a part, rite of passage i feel like at this point like if, if you haven't done that have you really shit coined or crypto like i i don't think so yeah. Well, this is what I did. So back in 2017, I happened to get lucky. I bought a bunch of Verge uh, XVG back before uh, John McAfee was shilling it. And then that obviously mooned and I made a bunch of money really quickly. And I was like, oh, great. Let's, you know, I took some profits, took majority of it out. And then I was like, well, in, and this is when this was like right towards the peak of the uh, of that 2017-2018 bull run, and I was like, "Well, I don't know what to put it into, so I'm just going to cast my net wide, and one of these babies is is going to go for glory." And so I probably would have, you know, invested across forty to fifty different tokens, um, and then sure enough, that bull market came to a head pretty quickly, um, and then I watched that. The, that uh, portfolio at the time go down pretty significantly and only a couple of them ended up doing, you know, Chainlink was one of them. So Chainlink ended up doing quite well. Um, and, you know, I was able to shift that into some other assets. But the the point is, you know, I was holding bags like Dragon Chain and all sorts of, you know, uh, bloody, what were the other ones? You had ICX and then even Rayblox, which became Nano. Um Back then, like that, that was the time of like BitConnect and like everyone's hopes <laughs> and dreams were full, and like you couldn't make a wrong choice. Like, I was balls deep in like Poe and Funcoin because I was like, yeah, casinos and like writing, and they're gonna make a WordPress plugin, and like all that shit went to a fucking penny so fast. Like, nobody oh, yeah. saw that shit coming. It was so bad. What I ended up doing was just took all of that because I was still like all about ADA back then. So I just took all of those L's and just cashed them out, put them all into ADA, and then staked the bag and forgot about it. <laughs> yes. Yes. And do you, well, how do you feel about ADA now? Obviously, we had, uh, it's, it's come back down from its all time high. Was it around sort of five bucks or something? couple months back yeah that's i i don't want to say i timed it perfectly because i absolutely did not but i definitely dumped my bag around like 450 475 and like i was still all about it until kevin our friend our mutual friend here uh he was he was the one that first told me about ada and then again a couple years later, he tells me about Luna and like the one thing I, I've, I've people probably heard me say this before, but like when he told me about ADA, he was like, you know, no matter all these other shit coins out here, like trade them, do whatever. But like, don't ever sell ADA. Like, that's the one that's going to like change the fucking world. And I was like, OK, cool. <laughs> and like a couple years later, he like he's like, I dumped my whole ADA bag and I'm all in on this Luna thing. And like when he said that, I was like, damn, you like you were pretty adamant about like never selling ADA. So like, is this legit? And he's like, I mean, it's crypto, but yeah. <laughs> and so I was like, all right, 
Uh, I've messed around with some ADA NFTs just kind of towards the tail end there. And like, talk about a shitty experience, man. I don't want to harp on other chains too much, but goddamn, that was like the worst. The CNFT thing where like you got to wait for them to like send the NFT to you. And like, there's a bunch of listings of people that just apparently don't check their shit anymore. So like all this art is just lost <laughs> art and I guess air quotes, but uh, yeah, I, I got rid of that. I, I saved a little bit cause there was one artist on there. I really liked, but I, I've, since just gone to like messaging him on Twitter and I just keep telling him to come to Terra and Ada's poopy. It's hard, to, it's, hard, it's hard to convince the Ada holders of that though. This is something I've noticed mostly just in comment sections. Like they, you got to give it to them. They, they are, and if there's any Ada, Ada holders on the call, um, my, my, Condolences. Uh, my, my condolences, condolences. And, and and also my congratulations because you guys are epic bag holders yeah and i mean if you got in at a penny and sold it like a buck or four bucks or five bucks then like that's awesome but like i i definitely i was sold on the idea of what they were doing and i think that's also what attracted me so much to the terra ecosystem is like the whole idea of what's being done here yes. except here it's like actually happening and over there it's like we're just going to keep talking about it because that's way easier and, and developing's hard or whatever, you know? And I also feel like not everybody has a Kevin in there. Like he's a friend of mine from like real life and stuff. And like, if, if more people had Kevin's to kind of like prod them into certain directions, I feel like we would all be in Terra right now. We're just living La Vida Loca. <laughs> Shout out to Kevin, everyone. I need a Kevin. Um, any Kevins that want to come and be my Kevin, I'm happy to have you be my Kevin. But, um, yeah, it's execution is everything. Like, this is the thing. It's the vision. What Charles Hoskinson does very well, I know that we're tapping on a little bit about Ada here, so we'll, sh we'll shift the conversation in a second, but he sold the vision really well over the last few years. This is why the bag holders have so much conviction. He's just sold the vision, and the vision's great. The execution, though, not so much, whereas you look at what's happening in particularly, say, the Terra ecosystem. Obviously, you and I both are heavily invested in this. Um, they're just shipping. They're just shipping all the time. The products have great, you know, UI, UX. The the community are quality. They're educated. They understand what's going on. They're interactive. They're helping one another. They actually know, you know, they, they know what they're doing. This is one of the questions I, I'll ask people when, I, you know, just kind of gauging where people are at. I'll be uh, on their crypto journey. If they say, oh, yeah, I've got crypto. Cool. What are you currently holding? And if they say XRP and ADA to start with, I'm like, okay, cool. I kind of already have an idea where they're at. I might follow up and say, what's, um, what's the reason you hold ADA? What do you believe about it? And then oh, quite often they just don't know. Whereas if you ask anyone why they hold Luna, they can go, they can go into like, you know, a 10 minute rant about the mechanics of the UST and the Luna and, you know, all the ecosystem, the, the entire ecosystem overall and the Mars protocol and Prism. And it's just like people understand what they're using. Big difference. Yeah, massive, massive. And I mean, those they're I'm all about like doing stuff right and like take your time. And I, I wish more projects, even in this ecosystem, would like under promise, over deliver, you know, like say it's gonna take time. The shit takes time, you know. That's what community managers are for. Let them manage, you know, like but at a certain point, and like my brother does this a lot, he makes music 
And he's like the master of starting a thousand songs and finishing maybe one if you're lucky. And like, he'll just keep tinkering and tinkering and like changing little subtle things that probably most of us would never notice were changed. But like to him, he's like so involved in what he's doing. And like, then nobody ever gets to hear it. And like, there's so much good shit there that nobody's gonna ever get a chance to like, you know, play with or, or, or use. Cause you just constantly like refining everything, refining the life out of it, basically. Yeah. At some point you've got to give it to the people. Do you, out of curiosity, kind of using that example, are there projects at the moment on Terra that you are uber bullish on that might not be getting the recognition that they deserve or are there projects that are getting the recognition that you are still uber bullish on? I mean, Bag of Dicks will always have my heart. That was my very first NFT project, so I always got to rep, rep the dicks. Uh, the Space Toads, I think, are super dope what they're doing. Uh, I might be a little biased with that because I'm involved with the Toad DAO. Uh, but like to see a, a hackathon joke <laughs> pretty much turn into like a community of toads in a swamp is pretty fucking dope, I think. <laughs> and so yeah. uh, watch out for them. Uh, yeah. Prism is super cool. The confetti thing kind of made me sell my bags. When I saw that, I was like, ooh, that's pretty Robin Hoodie. So I dumped my bags. Uh, really? Definitely, definitely regretting it. Not my finest hour, but there's other, other bags to chase. You know what I'm super bullish on? Yeah. I sold my Prism and I bought a bunch of Meow. No, I didn't. Um, but Meow is super cool with the, the Luna Hodel quad uh rebalancer thing i'm super bullish on that and like meow had the first limit orders around here what are you guys doing those guys ship uh their apr on the staking is nice uh i just yeah it works really well so i've been super bullish on them i don't think a lot of people either they know about and they just don't care because it's like a meme thing but like i'm a cat guy so i'm all about it you're a cat guy you i've seen you and phil d's philly Uh, baggins having conversations about meow on the uh in the on my twitter feed and i've also so i was using meow when it first came out uh just to place limit orders like just for its simple functions and i was like this is great it's great that we have this it's something i I didn't i didn't catch it when it first came meow but like (laughs) you know i use it every day i have probably a lot. I don't. I don't know how like secure their contracts are, so don't like hack them. But like, I use them a lot. Probably a lot more than I should. <laughs> Do you? So, can you just as far as like pitching me out for a second goes? What was the first thing you said about the quad? I, I missed that first bit. Something oh, so the- yeah, they got a, a quad LP rebalancer in the. If you go to Meow Trader, it's. I don't know. People shouldn't just say, just do it because I'm saying it. But if you go to M-I-A-W hyphen trader.com, just to make sure you get the right, don't just type in Meow Trader and, and click OK. Like, make sure you're on the right site, please. Uh, but yeah, when you go there, they have a thing called the LP Tower. And what it does, it's called Luna Hodel. And I know Hutch is making a video on this or has made a video on this. Uh, and he'll explain it probably way better than I'm about to. But you basically take Luna, you take B Luna, you create an LP of that. And then you take Luna, you take UST, and you create an LP of that. And you take your two LPs, all right? And then you LP that. And then that 
will constantly rebalance between three parts Luna in Luna B Luna and then Luna UST and then obviously your one part UST. And what it does just from like me watching it when Luna's pumping, it goes heavy UST, which obviously is what you would want on a rebalancer. When uh-huh. Luna's dipping, that's when it starts obviously taking out of your UST and dividing it back between the lunas. Yeah. Super cool. It's, it, like, I like it just because, like, I don't have time to sit here and, like, dick around with charts all day because I'm just constantly editing. So this is something I could just stack a bag in and just let it do its thing. And, and I really, really like that. That's genius. I'm actually on the website now having a look at it. I didn't even know this was a thing. That's amazing. And so, yeah, and so I'll tell you guys one, one trick with it. When you go to provide, it defaults to Astroport. If you provide your LP in Astroport, it might not show up in the Luna Tower or in the, the Luna Holdle. So what you have to do, there's a switch, switch it to limit order, which will switch it to TerraSwap and then create your LP. So if, if, you're, if you're messing around with it uh, and you make your LP and it doesn't show up, that's probably why. Hmm. And so you said at the start of this call that obviously you, you're all in, you, you want more or you want both Luna and UST, but are you using this mostly in a Luna up uh, timeframe to get more UST or are you using it uh, as a way to bag Luna on its dips? I'm using it as a way to just leave it alone. Like I, I have the majority of my Luna bags staked with validators, orbital command, uh, Luna orbit, coin hall, because I like having a bunch of alerts, obviously. And uh, one interesting one I found called Luna Burner. They burn rewards. Uh, they b- burn the Luna rewards for USD. So I was like, well, well anything that helps burn, burn some Luna, I'm, I'm all about that. So uh, I've got my bags uh, d- divided up uh, between them. And then the rest of it, or I guess like the, the bag that I play with to try to grow, uh, is in a lot of it's in this. And then it's just, I just let it do its thing. If I need some Luna, I'll pull some out. If I need some UST, I'll pull some out. And then obviously I have like, like all of the farm stuff that we all like to play with, uh, really heavy in Apollo. Uh, I really like those guys. Uh, I've got some loop stuff, uh, but I took like all my mine, all my Nexus, all of that stuff. And I just put it into the Apollo vaults. Cause again, you just leave it alone. Like I, I don't have time to be like constantly hitting like farm and, and, and all that. So like, it just does it. I, I like that kind of shit. Yeah, that's certain forget. I I actually know one of the Apollo team who's the UI UX designer and was fortunate to get on a, a pre-sale for the Apollo tokens. And so as they get out, you know, as they are vested uh, monthly, I just take those and put them into the Apollo vault. And my plan is just to leave them out. I have no intentions of pulling them out anytime soon. And that's just like a set and forget. You know, I'll look at that in a couple of years and hopefully that's uh, that's done well type of thing. But, yeah, that's, um, that's exactly what I've been doing with mine as well. I got I got burned pretty good on the price of mine. Like it was 20 cents when I got into that Apollo farm. And uh, you all know how that ended up. Uh, but yeah, the Apollo tokens I'm getting out of that, like those are immediately going into uh, into Astro to stake for LP in the Apollo vault, which is just, yeah, super dope. That's the tricky thing too with all the Terra alts. You know, this is the conundrum that we have. So many of them have just absolutely been smoked and gone to, you know, 95% of what they were when they launched. Um, but with that being said, 
there are probably some good buying opportunities for the ones that now are, you know, providing great value. There's probably some buying opportunities. Are you looking at any of these terror alts at the moment and uh, sweeping them up? Are you looking at them going, okay, cool, I'm going to bag this while it's down, sitting here bleeding? I mean, Pylon, like, the stuff they're building is super cool. I get why people were pissed and dumped it. Like, you can't have people staking and like telling them you're going to do stuff and then not have for one, like good communication. And then for two, like you got to meet some of those promises that you're making. Otherwise, yeah, no shit. Everybody's just going to dump their tokens on. you. Uh, I also don't think like you can make a token made for farming like that, unless you do some clever shit, like what Prism's doing and not expect people to dump it like people farm to get money some of them obviously some will farm to just stack more of that token but like a lot of people out here especially the airdrop chasing crowd like they're just farming to get those tokens so that they can sell them to like go do whatever the fuck they're gonna do so i feel like we see that a lot with a lot of these these airdrops and these these farms that people are doing well, it's to buy more Luna, I would say. I think yeah. that's the interesting part that Luna's got such a, a a bullish mechanism with UST integrated into it that all the uh, airdrop hunters, as you said, they usually, I think, in my eyes, that's that's what I would love to do if I had a bunch of airdrops. I, I definitely, I'm not in that level, but uh, my goal, my vision is always this, how can I stack more Luna's? And and to me, it seems like that's one of the easiest ways, right? Stake on different places, get some airdrops, sell, buy more Luna, doing things like that. Yeah, and I mean, I, I totally get why people do it. Like, you have to fund your project. Devs aren't free. Like, that shit is expensive. And I just, you need to, I guess, do better about setting expectations for it. You know, like, the one I saw that had probably some of the most just outrageous comments and hate was the Terra name service. And I thought they did their airdrops super well, you know, like they didn't just give it to anybody. They gave it to wallets that had a certain amount of transactions at a certain time. And like that pissed off so many of the people that just made wallets dumped a few TNS names in there and then expected to get an airdrop to dump. And then they didn't get anything. Oh my goodness. The drama in that in that <laughs> that the server was ridiculous. I think they had to shut it down for a while. They've recently opened it back up again. Yeah, didn't that have something to do with? Um, from memory, it was based on people that had been buying uh, certain NFTs, and people were saying that they had uh, obviously used a burner wallet to make those purchases, and or something like that. But what was yeah, the actual specifics of it? Smart. I thought that showed a real, like, intelligent look into what they're trying to build and and a longevity to it that you may not get otherwise. And they took the time to be like, all right, how can we, like, offset this a little bit? Or or how can we reward the people that are actually... And it wasn't even active in TNS. It was just active transactions on Terra. So, like, if you used the wallets, like, you got the airdrop. But uh, uh, again, a, a lot of people just they, they had these wallets with under, you know, 10 or 15 transactions or whatever it was. And they yeah, they, they were pretty upset. Mm, mate, there's always going to be some sort of drama in this space. And it's kind of it's what makes it exciting, too. I love that. Uh, I'm sure that you're across this. You would have seen the bet that's going on at the moment. Uh, this 10 million dollar bet with Doquan. 
Have you seen this? Hey, I was I was gonna say when Edwin mentioned that like the the mechanics keeping Luna up, I was gonna mention like don't forget the bet. That's gonna keep it up as well. Pretty good, I bet. I, th- I at this point, and who knows what's gonna happen? Like you know, no one can predict the future. We don't have a crystal ball. I know that we've we've got um, lots of people in the space who are uber bullish. I'm uber bullish. I think that Luna's going to a thousand inevitably, eventually. However, um. You know, we've got people who who also are very, uh, you know, successful in their own rights. Who are saying, you know, short Luna to the ground, and uh, and making ten million dollar bets with Doe that in a year from now the price of Luna is going to be less than it currently is. And to me, I'm like, that just seems like the craziest bet. I, I just don't personally. It's by design, though, right? Like when when I see that kind of stuff, and maybe it's just because I like. I, I come from like this, just reading about different psyops and stuff. But to me, what that looks like is you can't have hype and have like this, this structure without a good and a bad. And so manufacturing that gives people a side, regardless of what side they choose, it's being talked about. And like, you cannot buy that kind of marketing buzz. Like the, the dude is super brilliant. I, I, I don't know if that's what's happening, but that to me is what it feels like. Yeah, I saw some comments where people were saying this is essentially could be could be uh, one of the best pieces of guerrilla marketing in in uh, crypto, and I was like, it's true. They make a good point. I like um, to think it's more organic and natural than that, but let's just say I'm not going to be surprised if it comes out that they're like all homies, like ate some mushrooms one night, and they were like, you know, it'd be cool. And then, you know, here we are. <laughs> so recently had a picture of him being in the forest. I wonder if he had friends there with him. It's what probably McAfee. I mean, if you want to be honest, it's probably McAfee still. He faked his death and now he's running. <laughs> Imagine that. That would be wild. <laughs> that would be wild. So watching some of his most, well, his recent interviews before his passing. Um, oh, my goodness. That, that guy was next level. Hey, absolute pirate. Lived and lived and lived and breathed the true crypto uh, punk ethos. But, yeah, um, I mean his, his mansion in Belize it should be on like the tourist map of like crazy shit you need to go check out if you're like in the scene, you know, like that. That's just legendary. Got a question for you, Finn. And so here's what I'm thinking as well, just to kind of uh, keep track of time and all of that. This this space is scheduled for an hour. Um, are you happy to go, you know, five minutes over sort of thing if we need to? Yeah, you got you, whatever you need. Okay, fantastic. Because I'm just thinking as well, there might be some people here, and this has been mostly just a casual chat because obviously, you know, with protocols, what I'll usually get is the updates and then we'll do a bit of an AMA and people can chime in and, and ask questions about what's coming next type of thing. Probably a little bit different with your operation. Um, yeah, I mean, if, if people have questions about TerraSpaces, like, I'm, I'm an open book. I mean, whatever, whatever you guys want to know. I, I don't sit and stare at the stats all day. I, I can dig up, like, Spotify and Apple numbers if people are curious. It's just not something I, if I start to focus on that, I will, like, hyper fixate on stats, and then I will not get anything else done. So I, I try not to, like, focus on that shit too much. Yeah. So I'll put the invite out now if anyone's got any questions for Finn about TerraSpaces. Um, feel free to you know put your hand up, jump in as a, a speaker, and we'll we'll get those questions answered for you. But I'm also yeah. curious because I know oh, that you are you going? 
Oh, I was just going to say, I thought I thought it would be kind of cool to get like some flip side crypto kind of bounties on like some stats and analytics, just as far as like the content, like who's done the most spaces, obviously probably see if I uh, like what, content, what protocols come up the most uh, overall hours, like how many hours if you listen to them going to Mars, like how many trips to Mars, you know, that kind of fun, like uh, infographic kind of shit, I always thought would be kind of neat. And I feel like we're at a point where there's so much data there i just like i don't have the time to do anything with it but if someone wants to feel free i, I feel like uh there's it's not even up for debate i think sefi definitely has the most time probably recorded on uh crypto twitter not even just in terror probably just overall we we're having a joke the other day shah and i that uh at tdx texas this is the expo are you coming to that by the way uh, i don't think so Okay, I was well, you, drive in there. It's it's like a couple day drive, right? It's going to be awesome. You should definitely come. Um, but we we're saying mm-hmm. we should we should just get a booth specifically for Sefi, and he can. It's just a twenty four hour booth or a forty eight hour for the entire <laughs> the entire weekend. He just he just talks, so awesome. just like yeah. his, a cutout of like the Fallout character just playing like spaces. <laughs> <laughs> like, did, so, did Sefi just tell me about an orbital command app? What's going on here? Well, he's on the call, so he's probably just heard this. So, Sefi, if you want to come and have a booth at uh, at TDX, just give us a call. Meanwhile, we've got uh, who's this? Archangel Raphael, mate. You got a question? Go for it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, hey, uh, long time listener, first time caller, and uh, just the people want to know how many bag of dicks do you hold? Um, uh, and, and 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 Gucci's and Toads. Thank you. You, you, uh, you can say combined numbers. That's fine too. So, hey, mega nerds, what you doing? <laughs> yeah. So we're like actually having a spaces about spaces. Is that the deal right now? Yes. <laughs> That's funny. Damn it. <laughs> it sounds way nerdier when he says it, you guys. This was a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I could ask you, um, so from a Terra Spaces hold up, angle. Hold up two seconds, Sefi. What's that? Have we, got, have we got a question? Was that Archangel? Was it a question there? Sorry. Oh, yeah, he knows how many dicks I got. Tell, t- you need to screen these callers better. Get, get oh. <laughs> off of it. He's in oh. my wallet right now counting them. I know he is. Because oh, he got all the dicks. Go yeah, more than 15, sorry. That's funny. <laughs> hey, uh, so wh- I missed the first half of this because I was just driving home from work. But um, wh- what... Uh, wh- at, like, what was the point where you said, hey, let's do a terraspaces.org? Um, like, what was the genesis of that? Like, you just saw an opportunity was, and figured, like, it needed to be done or, like, what? No, nah, that that was goes back to our friend Kevin uh, <clears throat> from Luna Loot, works uh, with Angel Protocol now. He, we used to do podcasts uh, about, like, uh, techno-optimism and futurist stuff uh, a long time ago. And the more he got into the Terra ecosystem, he realized that there was like this lack of like good audio content. There's like, you know, terabytes and they do all their video stuff and they've got a little audio. But his main thing was there's so many Twitter spaces happening and all of these amazing conversations and nobody's recording it. He's like, why don't you come into this space and bring like your audio skills and and capture some of this knowledge? I was like, all right, so I'll, I'll give it a try. And I was still working my day job at the weed lab then. And it just went from like scheduling a few shows on my days off and shit to like, I have to run home from work to like 
turn some shit on to like get these things recorded and then uh yeah the whole like joke about you know quitting my day job and, and doing it full-time uh happened and and yeah here we are now you you were mentioning about like digging through analytics and whatnot but uh do, are people sort of searching and using the recordings substantially or do you feel like it's like worth it so far or what's your sense yeah, the, just from my brief, like, I looked through it a little bit before the show just to kind of see what was going on. And the ones that are really getting, like, the listens and the re-listens are the strategy-based ones. Not so much, like, overall AMAs, but, like, the ones you and the ones Luna Omics and the one that Hutch just did the other day about merging DeFi and TradFi stuff. Like, those ones get a lot of re-listens. And so I, th- I think it's more of a numbers game. Like it's good overall to have as much of this stuff out there as we can just for pure like search engine optimization for, for more people searching just broadly. We'll maybe find some of it because there's so much of this out there. Um, but the real, I think, like the real important stuff is, is it seems like people are finding it. Yeah, the SEO tends to do well if you're, uh, adding content all the time. Yep. Uh, typically the way Google searches work. Uh, so I, I would think that uh, you're staying fairly high on the, uh, like what, what do you have to search for in Google to wind up finding you? Like if you type Luna or Terra, do, you know, are we at that point where it shows up there? Um, He's trying right now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, love, if you just type in Terra Spaces, like I'm in an incognito window, so none of my like personal search stuff comes up. Like, yeah, all of the Terra Spaces stuff comes up. If you just type in Terra Luna or Terra, yeah, you get like Terra Money, Coin Market Cap, obviously things you would expect to be top ten. Uh, I'm not sure where we're at, and like this is stuff that once we know what we want to start ranking for, like we can fine tune this stuff. I I used to write SEO for some stoner websites a long time ago, and he would basically every week he'd come to me with a list of topics, and then inside each topic had a list of keywords, and it was my job to put together an article in a way that humans could enjoy it, but that the spider crawlers would be able to rank his shit higher than, than others. So I, I do enjoy doing that. I don't know how much time I'd have for that right now, but yeah, I, I think all of that stuff kind of like goes in to help the overall. There's a guy on the call at the moment who I know who is actually an, an SEO specialist. And so I'll just put the invitation out there. If you want to jump up, buddy, you've got an invitation. Just Put your hand up. I won't oust him. Yeah, um, I won't let like, him. Much of that help as possible, I feel like, especially with how much. And I feel like that's what those reputation companies do that I, I've mentioned on Twitter. Um, when people have people like trolling them or writing negative articles and they need their name to come up, not with you know dicks drawn on them or whatever, like they'll go to a reputation company that will set all of this content out and they have like all of their SEO dialed in and and that's what they do. It's their job to when someone searches for anchor protocol to find the real anchor protocol and not an article that says fuck anchor protocol or fake anchor protocol websites. Um, I don't know like how much people really do that these days. This was like decade ago. Uh, It's been a while since I've really looked into that stuff. 
where people are trying to like hijack your searches or whatever? Yeah, it, they used to run ads on like Radiolab podcasts probably like 10 years ago. And that, that's where I first heard about it. And then I think Radiolab did a podcast all about like reputation repair and that kind of stuff is super interesting. I, just, I don't know how much of it these days works just because of this stuff is so automated. I mean, half of these articles are written by AI to begin with. Like, I, I don't know. Yeah, it's like it's almost like we have to. Um, it seems like a really strong DeFi protocol with a budget. Um, you almost yeah. want to counter that, and and I think to me that's like a project for LFG in my mind because, like, if you don't have if you just have Terra, <clears throat> and uh, you, there's no like company behind it, you have to tie Google Ads and all that shit to. Um, you know, yeah. you you have to tie it to a company. They're not going to just like, you know, there's no decentralized way to do this. Right. So it seems like that would probably be a reasonable budget to like uh, get people to not get screwed by scammers. There's that one dude that was posting today. He's like, hey, my four hundred thousand dollar family life savings got fucked over because I'm pretty sure that we went to a fishing site. Right. Yeah. That's that sucks. And like, it sucks to say, but I mean, it is like it's DeFi there. There's no tech support. There's only the community. And like at a certain point, the community, I mean, we have some sleuths for sure. But like you, what are you going to do? I mean, you that there's you can't just like call the cops and be like that guy stole like four hundred thousand dollars from me. You know, like that's it's DeFi. It's it's the Wild West. Like Dr. Dozcoin said earlier, you know, this is these are early days, man. You've got to be super careful. Yeah, and like, but the thing is, people don't even know what careful means, right? Like, it's not even yeah, right. the the basic level of, um, you know, literacy in the sense that like getting scammed. It's almost like you got to get scammed a few times to even understand what the vectors are. You don't even realize. What yeah, you're and that's what we were kind of talking. That's what we were talking about earlier. That like it's it's not our responsibility, but it kind of is those of us that have been through it to teach those that have it and to try to do as much preventative as possible so that when they do come across something like that, it's at least in the back of their mind and they'll think twice <clears throat> rather than just instantly hitting that button. And then, you know, that's it. Once you hit that button, like there, there's no going back. Yeah. It's far yeah. easier to learn from someone else's mistakes than your own. Well, yeah, yeah. sure. <laughs> the, the problem is like until something bad's happened, people just aren't paying attention, right? Like even if someone says, oh, by the way, this happened to me, like people think it can't happen to them. So it, you know, I don't know how much due diligence or research they're really going to do. Um, yeah, I don't, there's, not really great, there's not really a great solution because like I had a thing up in Google, like on Google. Um, uh, I tried to do a Google ads at one point for something and it had crypto like, you know, related to crypto. And um, it was it was like banned by Google at some point. Then they let Google ads come back. But then the problem is, like, how's Google ads going to vet who is good or bad? Right. Yeah, they have no they have no scale for that right now. Like they don't know anchor with an O versus anchor with a zero. You know, there's there is there's no gauge for it. And that's that's where I think it is up to us to kind of like put that out there. But you are right. Like humans are terrible at that. We, we see car crashes and all this stuff and we still speed. Like it's not really real until it happens to us. And I mean, that's an expensive lesson to learn. I, I would hope that people could learn it for a little less than half a mil, but yeah, it, it, it sucks either way for sure. That's a, that's actually a good little uh, comparison there. Cause 
you, we see tragedy often, you know, but unless it's on home soil and unless we're experiencing it firsthand, it's hard to kind of fathom what it's like. And so this is just a digital version of that. It's just like, of course, you hear stories, you know, I, I got liquidated back in January, a pretty significant amount. And you know, I went downstairs and I told my uh, my partner and my husband, I said, look, I just got uh, I lost a pretty large chunk of money there. And, um, and it's for them, they're like, oh, man, that sucks. And then about, you know, a month later or a few weeks later, there was another dip. And my partner was trying to, she was trying to uh, uh, keep herself solvent as well and just made a quick decision to copy and paste uh, what she thought was her wallet address. But at some point, she'd obviously uh, clicked into, on a, on a blockchain explorer, she'd clicked into uh, a liquidation contract for Kujira. And so <laughs> she was just trying to wire herself some money to, to you know, Pay uh, to keep herself solvent, and then just you know sent a few grand to a uh, to a, a liquidation contract. And she, when I when she realised that, I was just like, "That's not coming back. Like that's gone now. You that's that's in the ether." And she's how like, in the, oh, "How in the world did she grab that address?" I don't know. I, she was just in a, she was in a rush. She was panicking because her LTV was getting up high, and so she just made a quick copy paste decision that was not the right one, and. Um, yeah, and I and but for her, she was like, "Oh man, that sucks." Even though I like a week before, I'd lost you know a, a hell of a lot more than that, and she was just like, "Oh, I get it now." <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like so, you could have got it when I told you, but like it has to happen to you, you know. Otherwise, it's you're just watching someone else put their hand on on the oven burner. Like you got to go put your hand on that shit before it it manifests as like some sort of realness to you. That's right. Sefi, do you have any other questions while you're there, mate? Or does anyone else have any other questions? Yeah, I was going to say about uh, Terra Spaces, um, like, is there kind of a series of discussions that, uh, Finn, you think that, like, need to be had and therefore, like, certain ones might be good to, like, schedule for, like, specific topics that you think are missing to sort of fill in the void? Because sometimes, because oh, sometimes the discussions just go all over the fucking place, right? Like you have no idea. So, like sometimes to have some concentrated things that are like short, like maybe like you know fifteen to thirty minutes, and you just do a little like blurb on something. Maybe that's worth the time. Yeah, I feel like it's all important. Like it's it's those long discussions that get the the synopsis firing and get people thinking of ideas and and different strategies that they may not always be thinking about regularly and i also obviously the the real like drill down like this is a space on how to use this particular strategy on this protocol equally important as far as like giving priority to one versus another, I, I don't really know. I, I kind of just like to be in the position of, of capturing it all and like letting the community choose. Like, do you want to listen to the eight hour space or do you want to listen to like the one hour AMA? You know, like uh, having that choice, I think, is, is what I kind of prioritize. Awesome. Um, ben, ben, Adam, ben Adamson. Has been invited as a speaker. Can you hear me? Yes, got you, mate. Loud and clear. All right. Um, So what I wanted to say was, is uh, one of the things that I've been thinking about in terms of um, the feedback loop of Luna and UST, and one of the things that I think is uh, holding us back and that I think would 
dramatically increase the burn and reduce the drop in price is if Luna was only paired to UST. If you look on Binance, you know, you can go from Luna to US, USDT, Luna to UST, and Luna to USDT has the most liquidity. If there is a way that we could close that loop, then for every Luna that sold, it sold into UST. And for every, you know, uh, UST that's bought, Luna's burned. And I think that would be a much more powerful feedback loop than what we have now. Just my thoughts. Yeah, no, I like that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get Mr. Zhao on the horn. We'll get him and see if I to sit down and do it today. I think that's a good idea. Because Binance is a huge, I mean, there's a lot of volume as long as well as KuCoin. And if you just look at the pairs, USDT always does three to four times more volume than UST. And if there is a way, and the, and the reason I make this, make, bring this point to you all is, is think about it. No one is transferring USDT to their wallets, to their Terra Station wallets. So what is the purpose of that other than liquidity? Um, if we can move all that liquidity to USDT, US, UST, then we cut a step out in terms of converting, you know, but that's just my thought. Yeah, it makes sense. However, the centralized exchanges operators on ramps for, you know, people who might already be outside. Can I just get your speech unmuted, Dan? Oh, yeah. Sorry. Um, this... Sorry, there's still an echo down on there. I can't. It's not allowing me to mute. Can you just mute me? Uh, yes, I'm just trying to do that now. Here we go. Mute. Um, there we go. So, yeah, basically those the CEXs or the centralized exchanges operate as a vehicle for people outside of Terra to get into Terra. So, you know, the reason there's always probably going to be USDT pairs and things of that nature. Well, one, currently it's the, you know, the most dominant stable coin. Um, but two, there are people that are coming from, you know, Ethereum who have just heard about Luna for the first time. And so they've got, they might have USDT sitting on their exchange and obviously they want to convert directly from that. I, I hear what you're saying. I think it'd be amazing. It would you know, drive USD demand up for sure. And we all know what that does. But um, I just think that, I don't know. I just don't know how you go about doing that. Like, so, do you contact the exchanges and say, hey, <laughs> you know, yeah, only so, USD? So I think they're, I think there should be a USDT UST pair. Those pairs should be there. You should have a way to convert back and forth. But the only pair, this pair, only stablecoin pair with Luna should be UST. It should not be USDT. I agree. So, so for people who come in from Ethereum, they can transfer, they can exchange their USDT for UST. But I don't think there should be a Luna USDT pair because it doesn't help. It doesn't help. Luna at all doesn't help Terra at all. We need actually. You know what? I'm going to have a talk to. So turns out my a friend of mine, his brother is the CEO of Binance Australia. So who knows? Maybe we can get some. Maybe we can have a little chat and figure that out and see if there's just, some way. Have someone do a mental. Have someone plot that out. Imagine if all of that volume that was going through Luna USDT was actually going through Luna UST. And, and imagine what our price would be like and what the UST market cap would be like. And that's all I have to say. That's it. Thank you all for your time. I appreciate these spaces. Appreciate you, man. Thank you for your contribution.
So what we'll do, what is it, 7.15? We've gone 15 minutes past schedule here, maybe in the interest of keeping it, you know, tidy and not diverting into it. Because now that we've got a bunch of people on the call, I can see this diverting into a million different tangents. No, um, they, they see CFI and they're like, it's on now. We're going to get <laughs> They're like, go time. Yeah. Um, did you have any any last questions there, CFI? Sefi? Uh, no. Uh, to, to the gentleman. Excuse me. To the gentleman's point, um, actually, uh, what's more important actually is to have like trading pairs between UST and everything else. The amount of uh, transactions that would be like a USDT Luna would be, yeah, that is important, obviously. But it's the bots that are important. So when people are using the trading bots, that's where a lot of that volume is coming from. So it's it's nice if you can get UST versus Luna, like you said. But the bots have to be set up to use UST instead of Tether. And almost everywhere you go, that's not the case at this point. It will be, though, once USDT starts taking a big old dump ski. Well, uh, that's the theory, at least. <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> Been waiting for that for a couple of years now. We'll see what happens. But um, I think we've got Archangels just jump back on again. Uh, Go for just, it, buddy. I was just gonna say I'll, I'll catch this uh, eight-hour recording later, guys. Um, so yeah, <laughs> I got Cifa here. <laughs> okay. awesome. uh, but no, awesome. I, think, I I only caught the last like forty-five minutes of it, but it was good to hear it. You know, I always like hearing Finn get any kind of exposure he can because man, he deserves it. You know, he, like you talk about what's the backbone of Terra. You got, you know, Gravidao with their lunar assistant uh, working in the background of all these NFT projects. You've got Finn recording, you know, all of this useful information for us so that we can all catch up on it on our own schedule as opposed to at 3 a.m., 4 a.m., whatever hectic time you guys pick to run this stuff. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, anyways, love you all. Later. Hundred, Thanks, brother. And 100% agree, Finn. Obviously, this is why I invited you to come and have a chat. And I look, I suspect we're going to have more conversations in the future. It's been very easy, effortless. It's flowed. Um, I think you've got a ton of value to provide, even beyond just the, re the recording. Like The recording is obviously a major part of what you do. But I know that because you're operating amongst different ecosystems, you know, Cosmos, Secret, et cetera, you just you know a lot of things, um, and you displayed that earlier when you, you mentioned the LP Tower in Mior Trader. So anyone who heard that, uh, or who didn't catch that part, mior-trader.com, uh, click the LP tower, scroll down to LB, LP combination list, and there is an opportunity to LP both Luna and B Luna and Luna UST for this quad pool, uh, which is really cool. And I didn't know about that beforehand, so I appreciate that little bit of alpha there. Yeah, um, and remember, Meow, Hutch is going to have a video out about it. So yeah. definitely watch that. But yeah, it, it's right meow. It works really well. I like it. <laughs> right meow. Do you have any for you for yourself, Finn? Who are the main people that you suggest following in this space uh, as well? Oh, for me, I mean, Kevin got me into the whole gang. Trevor and Hooligan and Cefi and Hutch and Fildo, like they've all been just super awesome and i just yeah i just try and like connect everything as as best as i can and just kind of keep 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 going keep on top of these spaces try not to get too far behind certainly hey uh, Tim, one quick technical question for you is it is it helpful when we go ahead and 
record this space ourselves if we're the host, and then you can use that uh, to like get the data, or do you have to be recording live? Yeah, no, that's like the most helpful because if if there's multiple spaces, like we have three computers, I try to record on two and edit on one. But if if it comes down to it, obviously we'll use the third one to to record. But if people record them, then I can keep going editing. And when one finishes up, I can go pop on the next one that finished and start recording it because all we do when, when and I mean, anybody can do this if they want to help out or whatever. But I just set the recorder. I, I, I hit play on the space recording. That'll play it. I pipe that out into the mixer back into my multi-track recorder. And then that just records it. So I'm, I'm recording it in real time either way. It just one, I have to be there at a certain time. And one, I can just record sometime in the next 30 days because obviously then twitter spaces removes it uh in 30 days but yeah the the more that you guys record it on your own makes my job way easier for sure you know one thought i had too was you know like there's a fair number of people that are kind of like you know twitter spaces fans they like to hop up on speaker they like to chat and have fun um you know the more people that actually uh host stuff spontaneously the better as well almost yeah. like it's almost like you've got like tara going like there's like tara radio 24 7 I, yeah i'd like to do it myself but um <laughs> um <laughs> the uh it's good to be able to get some folks like almost having like almost one or two even if they're overlapping even if all of them don't need to be recorded you know if it's just mainly just bullshit sessions or whatever it's just kind of fun uh and and it does bring a lot of people into the community there's a lot certainly a lot of folks who provided feedback that are like oh i got into Terra back you know when it was whatever price and i was you know successful and it's because you guys were doing these discussions and that kind of thing so uh yeah anybody who is out there that just throws some of these together usually you'll get you'll start getting an audience just by kind of posting Terra. And then, you know, main thing is to have content that's like rational, obviously. Um, we can bullshit some of the time, but like the uh, it, it's good to have like quality information for folks. Yeah, the brain needs a little relaxation. You can't constantly be trying to solve equations and shit. You know, sometimes you got to crack some jokes and like let it let it hang loose and, and relax a little bit and have some fun with the with the the squad, you know. But yeah, it's super important just that the conversations are happening like that. That's huge. Yeah, it's all it's all part of the community building, and the community obviously is what creates, um, you know, builds builds out the community even further. So it's the concept of raving fans, and so you know you can have amazing protocols and you can have amazing technology, but if the people aren't behind it in support, sharing, evangelizing, proselytizing, you know, it, it doesn't get the traction that it that it potentially could. So I think that we have one of the best communities in the entirety of. Uh, in the entire cryptosphere and um you know thankful to guys like you fintern uh and what you're doing with terra space is also sefi obviously you jump up and we've had you in a few spaces uh having a little guest spot here so we appreciate the work you do um what i'll do is i'll angle towards wrapping this up now anyone that's listening that has uh enjoyed the show feel free to go and you know if you don't already follow finn go and do that go and follow terra spaces put terra spaces uh it's terraspaces.org is that right Terraspaces.org. Put that into your your browser and make that a bookmark so you can go and check out the latest episodes that have been recorded. Um, Again, it's not just Terraspace and not just Terra 
focused conversations. There's Cosmos, there's Secret, there's a whole bunch of awesome alpha that's happening there. Really yeah, and what minds. we try to do in the uh, Orbital Command Discord, the TIS server every now and again, is is have like little chats like that. And we'll be doing more kind of focused around like using these different tools. So like I want to do a space where like I share the screen and people can just ask questions about the website. Like how do I find this? Or I want to like show them what I had in mind when I built it so that they can kind of know how to navigate it. Cause I feel like for me it's super easy to find shit. But like I put it together. So uh I feel like maybe others might struggle a little bit. But yeah, that whole server you guys spun up has been like super killer for uh being able to do smaller, more tightly focused stuff like that and being able to share screens which is is super nice when you're you know trying to to teach a little bit certainly well let's let's aim to do that we'll schedule that um yeah behind the scenes we'll schedule that for maybe next week we've got um so the next few days we've got who we got we're interviewing leap wallet tomorrow we've got messier the following messier art the following day we've got uh ink protocol cyber deck next week and and i think vertex protocol is coming up too um so maybe in the middle of that next week uh, we can organize that on Discord so that people can get that visual walkthrough. Does that sound good for you, Finn? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. We All do, right. Doctor, oh, sorry. Yeah. We do have uh, Tao here that just came up. I know we're closing up, but if you have one last thought, last question here. Yeah, that's uh, intern field intern Tao. He's doing his own shows too. What's up, man? Hey, dude. How y'all doing? I just came up to, you know, ride the hype train behind Finn here. This is a fun one. <laughs> so, Finn, I got a question for you, guy. Um, what What do you think we should um, move the calendar forward to, like somewhere on the main page, so that people uh, can come to the site and be like, "Oh, these are the tra- uh, Terra spaces going on today," and they can just pop into whichever one at the time. So, like, let's say I am coming home from work and I'm just chilling on my computer. And I'm like, I wonder what's going on in the ecosystem, and I go to your site. And it's like, oh, hey, so-and-so is hosting a space. Maybe I should go check that out. Yeah, I see what you're saying. I, I, can, I can dig that. I, I need to find a better solution than just a shitty Google Calendar embed. But yeah, <laughs> we could definitely uh, work something like that in. Like I said, the, the calendar was like more of a, a utility for me. Like it wasn't even ever embedded on the site at first. It was just something I was using. And I was like, damn this is super handy just being able to click the box and like have the space link right there. So then I put it on the site, but yeah, I think you're right. Having that more upfront for live stuff uh, would, would be good. Yeah. It's like a good place for you to broadcast what you're up to, to the rest of the Terra community, right? That's what we're here for. I would, I would certainly use that feature. So a great suggestion there, Tao. Um, And if anyone listening is, you know, a website designer or something of that nature that is happy to assist, Jump into uh, slide right into Finn's DMs. That's right. Must have WordPress experience because we're old school like that. <laughs> oh dear. I appreciate uh, you guys. That's definitely. Y'all are awesome. Yeah, it's been an awesome chat, man. Appreciate it. What we'll do is we'll wrap it up there for today. Otherwise, it's going to continue on. But um, look, go and be awesome, everyone. Have a great day. If you're not already following Finn, go do that. If you're not following Sethi, go do that. If you're not. Uh, subscribing to Orbital Command and delegating over here. Feel free to come and drop some delegations to our validator. We are trying to bring as much value to the community as possible. If you're in Texas, we have an event coming up in June. It is going to be epic. Um, And if you want to know more about that, we'll probably organize a 
slideshow presentation for everyone in our Discord over the next few weeks. Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was the TerraSpaces AMA hosted by Orbital Command, recorded on Wednesday, March 16th, 2022. This episode of The Ether was brought to you by WeFund. WeFund is a community crowdfunding cross-chain incubator on Terra, and it's the first launchpad that implements a milestone funding release system to protect investors. All money raised for projects is deposited in Anchor Protocol, and it's refundable, and all decisions are based on community voting power. WeFund is community-focused and designed to be a user-friendly experience for both project creators and investors. Be sure to follow them on Twitter and join the Telegram for more information. Links are in the show notes and check them out online at WeFund.app. This episode of The Ether was also brought to you by Glow Yield. Glow Yield is the ecosystem of Terra decentralized apps like Lotto and Creators, all powered by DeFi Yields. Glow Creators helps artists and influencers give their fans exclusive perks through membership NFTs and more. Glow Lotto is a prize link savings account with a weekly chance to win the big jackpot. Tickets are free and perpetual, which means there's zero chance to lose money. Be sure to follow Glow Yield on Twitter and join the Discord community to stay up to date with all the glowing projects and check them out online at glowyield.com. This episode of the Ether was also brought to you by Talus. Talus Protocol is the NFT platform for independent artists on Terra. Talus helps to provide artists with the tools and resources needed to transition from traditional art into the NFT world. With their V1 launch coming soon, Talus will be the place to see real-world art reflected on Terra. Be sure to join their Telegram and follow Talus on Twitter for updates on their roadmap, validator, and other Talus news. Find your next favorite artist on talus.art. Terraspaces appreciates the support from all our sponsors. For Terraspaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. Sipping on a little bit of sin I've been giving Try to keep it written down So it feels like I've been living I've been realizing a minute Reality ain't got limits Going out my fucking mind Testing out the physics Stretching out the distance For instance Let me be specific The risk is hedge funding the business Betting on the difference Ingesting all the research Sleeping through the rebirth Sliding out feet first Sleep tight little dreamer Early to bed Early to rise With a rugged ass demeanor Taking beats to the cleaners You know I love my t-shirts And the people who support my little dream here Transparent cows, I gotta steer clear 2020 going down is one fucking weird year Take a second, look around, the psyops is winning Set the table, we just biopsy dinner Now, I'm gonna react to that and act like I'm telling you a personal anecdote Something to break the tension Something to endear myself a little bit Something kind of uh, embarrassing <laughs> And you guys are gonna make an awe sound it's true. It really happened. They got a tracker in the phone, tracking everywhere we go. When it's final, if I don't know, I already sold my soul. Getting ready, rock and roll, tip the first domino. Feeling up, I'm in a bowl with these avalanche flows. Stop and rest on the road, gotta get where I'm going. And the rest of y'all know that we hit the ground sore. And I'll be coming for the fuckers that be summoning the trouble. Running on the double while I'm handing out the W's. Putting wins on the board every fucking day. They love me on the team because I know my fucking place. Better get in where you fit in, I'm delivering the meaning. I I inherited the demons, always sneaky, never seen them If I'm breathing, I'm reading, I'm not even being conceited I need to see for myself if you think that I'm believing It's the season of reason, y'all be seizing the research I'm receiving the meaning, that shit's called teamwork It's not so much as so little has to do with what everything is But it is within our self-interest to understand the topography 
of our lives unto ourselves. The future states that there is no time other than the collapsation of that sensation of the mirror of the memories in which we are living. Common knowledge, but important nonetheless. Terror spaces. <laughs>